We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Support for this podcast comes from U.S. Bank. U.S. Bank wants to know how you reward yourself because they have cards that make every day more rewarding. Are you a points order, cashback guru, low intro APR lover? With U.S. Bank, it's up to you because they have the cards to fit your lifestyle. So earn more whether you're shopping at a gas station or grocery store, even while planning a staycation. Learn more at usbank.com slash credit card. U.S. Bank credit cards are issued by U.S. Bank National Association N.D. Some restrictions may apply. Member FDIC. Welcome to the Rotowire DFS podcast brought to you by FanDuel.com, the leader in one-day fantasy sports. I'm your host, Josh Hayes, joined as always by Benny Ricciardi as we break down the Saturday NBA DFS slate. You can always check out Benny on Twitter at RotoCurve, Rotowire, and other places among the industry. And you can check me out on Twitter at JoshHayesFS. The Rotowire DFS podcast is available on iTunes and Stitcher, so if you get a chance to rate or review us, please go ahead and do so. Don't forget to share and subscribe. Benicio. Welcome to another Saturday of Fantasy NBA action. Wrapping up the season here. Uh, just a couple weeks left of regular season action. Uh, what's going on, sir? Not too much. Uh, had a couple close calls and a few qualifiers last night. Had a, a lot of joke ex- a lot of joke exposure, which was a good thing. Um, he put up a really big game for me. Had a ton of Devin Booker exposure, which was a great thing. He played, I don't know if you watched him last night, but he he might be the best 19-year-old basketball player in the country. I don't care what's going on in the NCAA tournament. Um, you could have Ben Simmons. He looked awesome last night. I mean, was making moves, going to the hole, you know, hit a couple jump shots, was pushing the pace. I mean, he looked really, really good. So he's definitely somebody I'm going to keep rolling out there in DFS. And then even your boy Moutier, who you know, we, we made fun of, yeah, we, yeah, I mean, you know, you loved him at the beginning of the year, and he I, was great if you I, didn't look at the turnover category. I did, um, and then I quickly, I'm glad you called him my boy, because I quickly, like, broke up with him, and it was like, you know what I mean, it, it, it was like, you know, when you just, like, text somebody, and it's like, don't, don't call me, 
Yeah, it's don't not, talk to me. Yeah, yeah. It's not you. It's not it you. Wasn't it wasn't a good But I'll up. tell you what. Yeah. A- after that happened, he got back in the gym. He's looking good again now. So, you know, you, you yeah. might have My to typical, you might have to hope that you didn't burn that bridge too bad. Typical breakup girlfriend starts working out. You know what I mean? Didn't want to lift a, a, a single weight. It was all about the Doritos when we were together. You know what I yeah. mean? And then next thing you know, oh, dang, you know, I'm, I, I got uh, Pilates and a spin class, you know, twice yeah. a day, six days a week. And all of a sudden he's sexy again, you know. Yeah. So. Start, started doing squats and, you know, that's, <laughs> it happens. Yeah, I will say that, you know, it's a, look, the vert looks good. So it must be working out uh, pretty well overall. So, um, all right, enough messing around here. Let's go ahead and, and uh, get into the point guard position here for the Saturday slate. Uh, let's go ahead and talk about what you want to do here um, at the one. Yeah, there's a lot of different ways you can go. At the top of the list, I like Steph Curry in that matchup with the Phoenix Suns. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that Brandon Knight is back. That doesn't really you know, mean anything to me. Watched Moutier put up like 40 fantasy points against them yesterday. Uh, so I think Steph Curry is definitely in a better spot than he was to put up a big game here. So he's probably the one guy that I'd be willing to pay up for. Don't hate Damian Lillard either going up against um, Orlando. He's been putting up some big numbers. My only beef with him is that he's no longer... Like, one of the things I used to like about Dame a couple weeks ago is he gave you a, you know, $1,500 to $2,000 discount off of using Steph Curry or Russ Westbrook. And right now, he's basically just a couple hundred bucks cheaper than those guys. So, for me, as much as I love him, I think I'd still rather go up and pay for Curry, which is my only beef. But if you can find a way to fit them both in your roster, I mean, both of these guys have been putting up 60-plus fantasy points in their, you know, 55, 60 fantasy points their last couple games. You can't, you can't really argue with that for right around like 10K or so. Um, from there, I go down to like a Drew Holiday. You know, again, we talked about the fact that there's really only three guards left on that roster at this point. It's Tony Douglas, it's Norris Cole, it's Drew Holiday. When Cole was out last game, we basically saw Holiday and Anthony Davis take all the shots. So if that's going to be the case again, if Cole stays out, I think I, got, I think I love Drew. Even if Cole is back, I still think Drew's going to have a big role out there. I don't think he has the same upside, but I still think he's pretty safe for cash. Um, even with the the price kind of coming up on him. So he's somebody else that I'm looking at. And then I'm going back to the well. I mean, you got Moutier, who has been playing really, really well for about the last six or seven games, going up against Washington. Uh, John Wall is a decent defender, but at the same point in time, they play at a fast pace. And with that fast pace, we've been seeing them, you know, give up a lot of fantasy points to guys on the other side. So those are the guys that I'm looking at, you know, not including the punt plays, who we'll get to in a minute. All right, so for me, um, I'm willing to take the other side. I want to go with John Wall against Moutier, um, although I do like what Moutier has done as of late. Uh, John Wall, you know, um, you know has um, actually fallen down in terms of price here uh, at a decent uh, clip. But, you know, as far back as, uh, let's see here, February 11th, he was at 10-4, and now the price has dipped down to 9,600, put up 51 fancy points against Damian Lillard and Portland, and we know... Um, that uh, Moody and Denver defense is worse than that, so I think that's a good spot. And the uh, and the other person I'm I'm sort of taking a look at maybe getting some exposure to is in fact Damian Lillard once again here 64 fancy points against Washington against John Wall, 41 and 11 with five rebounds and a steal, good for 64 fantasy points and seven x. That's monstrous. And he's uh, as of that game was was uh, a couple hundred dollars cheaper than John Wall uh, as well. So uh, yeah, I I still love. 
um, Steph, and and you know if you want to for for cash purposes use Russell Westbrook against San Antonio, he's probably you know one of the few people you can actually play against that team. Um, but I don't think we need to mess around with him when we have some good mid mid tier, uh, or I don't say mid tier second tier uh, va- um, value plays that are in really good spots. Um, so for uh, the cheapy department, let's talk about what you uh, what you seeing here. Yeah, the two guys who who have drawn my eye. I know one guy is your boy Pat Beverly, so I'll let you talk about him. And then the other guy for me that I'm looking at is Tony Douglas. And again, it comes down to how much playing time he's going to get. He's obviously a much better play if uh, Norris Cole is out again for this game. If Cole is in, I don't think I would use him as a salary saver. I think Beverly would be where I drew the line. But those are the only two guys in the in the cheap range that I'm really looking at. I think you can get away with going with one of the expensive options and then taking a guy in the mid-range like, you know, like maybe a Moutier or a Goran Dragic. Um, I like Moutier a little more, but I wouldn't be opposed to Dragic either. Um, that's kind of the way I think that it's going to wind up working out for me on Saturday. All right, and the X Factor guy to watch for Friday's action, which you know, which is the actual time that we're recording here, is um, Briante Weber. If he actually gets some significant minutes, then you know he's min salary. So we'll take a look at there, and probably not a great matchup against the uh, Atlanta Hawks on the road. But that's my X Factor guy that I'm keeping tabs on. And for Bev, to, I mean, all all we need to say is super cash safe. He's never going to hit a home run in terms of GPP value. But you know, on Fanduel, actually getting into six X range is maybe you consider that uh, you know safe enough for cash and. GPPs just does what he does every single game has paid off five X in four straight games and uh, looks like what seven of the last nine has hit five, yeah. five X value. So. And uh, do do me a favor here because I mean I know who he is because we talked about him pre-show and yesterday, but just give people a little background on Weber and why he's somebody we're looking at. Uh, yeah, so for those of you who may have missed the last show here, we're talking about now Mike Conley, who's I've been I think been um, ruled out indefinitely. Mario Chalmers who with a um, uh, ruptured Achilles, which puts him out for the season. And so now they're down to Beyonce Weber, who they signed uh, to a uh, 10-day contract yesterday, and Lance Stevenson, who I also think can be back in the mix for this. So we're going to have to pay attention to the minutes and see how they if they end up starting Weber, if he comes off the bench. Uh, he's the fantasy factor, but he's the only natural point guard currently on the roster for the Memphis Grizzlies. So, you know, you're and you no matter what you know or don't know about him, you just need to pay attention to what happens on Friday and so to make that determination as to whether or not um, he uh, is, a, is a value play for, for Saturday. More than likely, he's going to have some sort of value at min price, you know, unless they, you know, just don't play him. But, you know, the, that's this is why you need to pay attention to that box score for, uh, for Friday's action. Mm-hmm. All right, shooting guard up next. Let's go ahead and tell me what you want to do at the two here for Saturday. What I really want to do is save some money at the two here. I'm, I'm not going to be paying up for James Harden in that matchup against Charlotte. It's not that I, ha- I hate him. I mean, he's Harden. He could always put up 50 or 60. I just don't think that this is one of those days where he's a guy that I want to spend up for. I don't think he's got huge upside in a matchup with Charlotte that still plays at a little bit of a slower pace. He might draw some Batum defense, so I don't think he's going to have an easy time. And I do think there's a lot of options that are pretty cheap that are definitely guys that are worth looking at. We got guys like Devin Booker, who's you know was 55, 5,600 the other night. I assume his price is going to come up because he just keeps railing off big game after big game. I mean, you guys heard me gushing about him in the opening here. After watching him play yesterday, I'm really, really visually impressed with what this guy could do on the floor. So I think his minutes are safe, even with Knight back. I think they're going to keep him out there and, you know, kind of let him go. And, you know, he, he plays hard. The kid was going to the hole well yesterday. So I really like Devin Booker. He's going to be on basically all my rosters. And then from there, there's a couple other cheap guys. I like Gary Harris playing about 40 minutes a game, 
fast-paced game against Washington. I think he has a good chance to give us good value. And I also really like Lance Stevenson, who you talked about, and even Tony Allen as well. You know, these guys are like $4,000, so a couple bucks off of that minimum price. And with all the injuries and everything that's going on over there, I mean, these guys have been giving you pretty good games even when everybody was kind of healthy. We've been getting, you know, 24, 25 fantasy points out of Lance Stevenson, which is a good return for a guy that's 4K. And now that he might be getting more of a role and, you know, more usage because the ball's going to be in his hand if he's playing a little more point guard, I think we see him tick that up to 25 to 35 fantasy points. So if he stays at that same price around that 4K range, you're getting six, seven, eight times upside on him. So I'm perfectly fine with that as well. So shooting guard for me is going to be a place that I think I'm going to be trying to save on uh, on Saturday. All right. So no, my next question for you here is um... – I think I need some exposure to Victor Oladipo here. I think he's underpriced. Uh, this is a guy who was above 7K recently, then had a little rough three-game stretch where he missed a game, um, only played 23 minutes in a, in almost a blowout loss, and you know underperformed against Chicago, and then has bounced back with you know 35 and 39 fancy points, good for 5.5 and, and 6X. Your thoughts on Victor Oladipo on the road at Portland here Saturday? Yeah, I actually have him down on the short list, too. We know that um, Oladipo's not very good. I mean, I'm sorry, that Portland's not very good at stopping guards. And there's a chance that Elf Payton might even be out in this one. So if Elf is out, you're looking at Oladipo playing a little bit of point guard as well. So that should help him tick up the assist numbers a little bit. He's doing some scoring. He does a lot of rebounding. He's a great defensive player, so he gets you some steals and blocks. So I have no problem with him over here. At I mean, he was 6,600 in the last game. I'm assuming his price stays in that range. I think he's good for like 30 to 40 fantasy points. So 6,600 to 7K is probably around where I'd like to see him stay. If he pumps up much higher than 7K, I'll gladly take the twelve, fourteen hundred dollar discount down to Booker and then uh, you know round out the roster with one of those cheap guys like Stevenson. So I have money to spend up at other positions. All right, um, I'm with you there as well. Anybody else you want to uh, stump for at the two before we go on to the three? Not, not really. Like I said, you know, I like, I like Middleton a little bit up top uh, going up against New Orleans. I think it'll be a real fast-paced game, Milwaukee, New Orleans. And, you know, he's been pretty good, but I don't love him. Um, I'd rather come down to Oladipo, and honestly, I'd really rather just go all the way down to Devin Booker if I'm getting that kind of a discount on him. Uh-huh. So, you know, like I said, I, I'm not thrilled with any of the guys up top. There are guys I want to pay up for at other positions, so... I think shooting guard, like most nights for me, is one of those nights where I'm going to try to go with some of the cheaper guys who I'm confident can get me, you know, 25 to 30 fantasy points at 5-6x and then save money to spend up elsewhere. All right. I think it makes a ton of sense for me overall, so I'm going to uh, buy in with you there. Uh, let's go ahead and move on to the small forward position. But before we do that, got to let all the beloved pod listeners know, if you are not subscribed to rotowire.com, who are you? And why are you listening to this podcast if you're not doing that? <laughs> All right, that's a that's a question you got to ask yourself. So you need to look yourself in the mirror and tell yourself, I need to be taking advantage of a 10-day free trial at rotowire.com/pod, where they feature lineup optimizers for all the major sports: MLB, NBA, NFL, NHL, college basketball, soccer, golf. Whoever who doesn't love golf, we've got up to the minute depth charts, customizable league projections. We talked about why and how, and I bet you we were probably one of the first people to be on Briante Weber before anybody else. Why? This is because we have the access to this, the um, the actual depth charts that are available when you subscribe for the 10-day free trial at rotowire.com slash pod. That tells you exactly who the next man up is in all your DFS lineups. So take advantage of all, all the inside information that we use for this very show, rotowire.com slash pod, free 10-day trial. 
All right, let's go ahead and do the dang thing here at the small forward position and tell me what you're going to do when Kevin Durant comes for you. Yeah, I mean, Durant's been awesome lately, but this is a matchup that I'm a little concerned with because he's probably going to draw some Kawhi Leonard defense against the San Antonio Spurs. And I know he's been a stud. The thing that I I think people haven't realized about Durant over these, he's on like a seven-game run of like 55 to 60 fantasy points. And the difference between now and what he was doing a couple weeks ago, he's got double-digit rebounds in like each of his last seven or eight games. And like 12, 13, 14 rebounds. So he's still scoring the 30 points a game that he had been scoring. And he's still getting you. He's actually even raised his assist up too. He was at like a, a little bit below five assists per game. He's now at a little bit below eight assists per game over his last seven or eight. So he's bumped up the assist. He's bumped up the rebounding. He's being a little bit more aggressive. But again, you're, you're taking Durant with Kawhi Leonard defense on him. So as good as Durant is, you know, Kawhi Leonard defense is something I don't really mess with. So I'm not looking at either one of those two guys in this game. I'm actually looking at right right in the middle of the two of them price-wise. Uh, you know, you got the Greek freak. And again, we talked about it. He's playing 40 minutes a game. He's getting time at the point guard spot, so he's starting the offense He's always been a guy that's been giving you, you know, 15, 16, 17 points. Now he's giving you closer to 20 points a game. Plus, he's raised his assists from two or three or four up to like seven or eight a game. He's still giving you the double-digit rebounds. He's a very good defensive player. He gets the steals and the blocks because he's long and he's fast and he's athletic. Um, He's the kind of guy who I, I don't mind paying up for. So Giannis is the guy that I think I'd be willing to go up to the top and pay for. Coming down from there, I also really like Nick Batum in this matchup. He's either going to be matched up with Ariza or Harden on the wing, and I don't really care which one. Houston has been horrible on their wing defense all year long. Whether it's the two or the three, you know, guys have been lighting them up. Ariza is a much better defensive player than Harden is. But again, it, it hasn't really mattered much this year. You know, Batum is a guy who I think is still just a little too cheap. You know, his price is down there and like, right above the 6K range, and he's a guy that can easily give you 30 to 40 fantasy points and even has 50-point upside if he has a big game. He can contribute across the board, you know, kind of like a a Greek freak light. Uh, So I like the two of those guys, and they're going to make a a good portion of my rosters on on Saturday. All right. Uh, Pop quiz, hot shot. You ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Go ahead. Okay. I thought you were going to give me the quiz. I'm like, all right. You're like, you're, it was a question. You can okay. answer it. Okay. Did I pass the quiz? That was the question. That <laughs> no, was easy. Not. You failed. I asked you a, a simple one-word answer, and you had no answer. Okay. Um, who is dead last? Don't look. Don't look. Don't look. I will know. I, I, even though this is audio podcast, I will know. Okay. Who is dead last in DVP at the small four position this season? I have been picking on Otto Porter, so I'm going to say Washington. I'm not sure if they're dead last or second to dead last, but they're down there somewhere. They're down there, but you know what? It actually is sort of a little bit of a trick question because five five teams are within a half a point of each other, okay. uh, So which is, which is razor thin because Otto Porter Washington. has been – it has been the champion all season long, but they're actually fifth okay. right now. And it is okay. your boy, Ariza. No, Ariza I, that we so there you go. I, I didn't just make up that they're bad against wing defense. No, I know. Nicholas yeah, Batum I know goes to dynamite. Fun. Yeah, Batum yeah. goes to dynamite. Faux show is going to make my Rotowire article here on Saturday because Ariza is the reason that we're here to play the, um, against him at the small forward position. Now, down below that, I think I'm going to talk about um, V Sizzle. 
All right, Vince Carter getting in some exposure here as well. Atlanta, If I don't know if he's going to draw um, uh, Kent Bazemore defense, which may be likely. If it is, it's not as, as sexy of a play. But if he gets to dream, which is uh, the pretty boy, Kyle Korver defense, then it's going to be lovely overall. And I think he's going to be a nice little sneaky play. Um, get, the only problem is, I, I believe, is Memphis playing Friday and Saturday? Uh, yeah, they're is, they're back to back, and they also might be getting Connolly back on Saturday. Okay, well, what which is a less less of a concern for me, but more probably more of a concern for Briante Weber or Lance Stevenson. But uh, yeah, Vince Carter has been playing uh, like you know uh, at near minimum salary, twenty five, twenty seven, twenty three minutes in the past three games, and in the past two paid off seven and a half and nine point three x. So that's that's a beautiful thing. So I'll probably just see how how much usage he got, and uh, you know, and reevaluate. Uh, there on Saturday, but I'm definitely going to be keeping tabs and paying attention. All right, power forward is up next. Let's go ahead and talk about what you want to do here at the four for Saturday. Yeah, um, you know, again, I'm going to go back to something that a lot of people are going to be mad about, but I think Anthony Davis is somebody we got to start considering now. Uh, Like I said last game, with all the injuries that they have, there were only two guys on New Orleans who took any shots. It was either... Anthony Davis chucking it up or Drew Holiday chucking it up. So now that the facts have changed and the situation has changed around, I'm a little bit more on board with using him. I think it's going to be a high-paced, big total game that they're going to play against Milwaukee here. I think we're going to see a ton of points. Milwaukee has struggled against big guys this year. Uh, You know, again, with Greg Monroe being a little bit undersized, I think Anthony Davis will have an advantage against him. I don't think that Jabari Parker is quick enough to stick with Anthony Davis, so I really don't see who they have that's going to guard him unless they decide to put Giannis on him. Um, and I'm not sure that they're going to go that route, but I do think Anthony Davis is somebody that I, you know, kind of be looking at here. I like Draymond, but I, you know, that matchup against Phil, uh, Phoenix scares me a little because if you look at the game logs, Phoenix hasn't just been losing; they've been getting blown out. The game, I'm pretty sure the game is at Golden State. If it was at Phoenix, I might have a little bit more faith in him but golden state's been blowing people out at home and you know phoenix has been getting blown out by everybody everywhere so i have a little bit of pause about using draymond there um other than that though lamarcus aldridge against uh okc he's been really really good lately so he's somebody that i'd look at i'm shying away from tobias harris although i know a lot of people are going to like him against philly because stanley johnson is back and not that i think stanley johnson's going to steal a bunch of minutes for harris but I do think they're going to get Johnson some minutes on the floor, and I think it's going to squeeze Harris and, and Morris and you know everybody else they have that plays the forward position over there. So I think Harris is somebody I'm going to take a pause on until I see how that works out. And then I'm going to go back to the well with uh, Aaron Gordon, who we've been using a lot. I know he's had a couple rough games recently, but he also put up 20 and 16 against the Golden State Warriors, which is not an easy thing for anybody to do either. So those are the guys that I'm looking to pay up for if I have to pay up. Yeah, well, I think those are um, it's sort of all in the same range of guys that I'm that I'm I'm, I'm sort of looking for here. I'm I'm officially calling timeout on Aaron Commissioner Garden. He's the, the I think he I don't know what's happening there, but he's sort of like uh, hit a wall offensively in terms of his role in the offense and being productive without the basketball. So uh, he's outside the top ten uh, for me uh, yeah. overall. You know, actually, I wanted to hit on this. You know, I'm glad you brought that up because it's something I had written down and I forgot to mention. If you look at his recent game logs, and I don't know why this is. I haven't actually been watching a lot of Magic games. I'll be the first one to admit they're not number one on the you know dial of the, the, the games that I try to put on. But when he was giving you 30, 40 fantasy points, he was getting double-digit shot attempts. 
in these last couple games that he had underperformed, look at the shot attempts he's had. He had five, he had six, I think he had three one game. And then he has 15 shot attempts against the Warriors, and oh, lo and behold, he puts up 35, 40 fantasy points again. So I don't know the reason why, but for some reason, he's not getting any shots in that offense at all. Yeah, that makes little to no sense. Uh, for me personally. So I, I'm not going to, um, you know, trust him overall. What I am going to do is just go back to Jermichael Green until he ends up, you know, falling off the wagon. I think that's one of the uh, the, the best value options that we're going to have available to us on the board. And, yep. you know, uh, 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 in in, uh, in a bigger situation here, I'm okay with uh, Tobias Harris against Philly defense um, as well. So those are two guys I'm zoning in on. If you want to go all the way up to Anthony Davis and you have the cash, I probably won't have my cash, uh, available at this point. Um, but, uh, he definitely certainly makes some sense. Uh, but those are the two guys that I'm sort of zoning in on the power forward position. All right, let's go ahead and move up to the, um, center position here. The, was the, do we cover everybody you wanted to talk to you? Yeah, I mean, I, I had one cheap guy and it was Jermichael Green who you mentioned. So okay. I'm, I'm just going to second or that. Did your work for I mean, you? Yeah, exactly. Well, you know what? Everybody should know this by now. If all those guys are out and he stays down there at like four, you know, below 5K, even below 6K, uh-huh. you know, he's he's good for 30 plus fantasy points right now. So if he's below 6K, he's a plug and play. Then you just figure out who else you want to put in there with him. All right. Uh, so sign, cosign, Jermichael Green, once again, uh, back on the on the bandwagon. Uh, what we need to talk about here before we get to the center position is um, maybe all you business owners that may not have a website yet. If you need a website, why not do it yourself here with Wix.com? No matter what business you're in, Wix.com is something for you. Used by more than 75 million people worldwide, Wix.com makes it easy to get your website live today. You need to get the word out about your business. It all starts with a stunning website. So with hundreds of designer-made customizable templates to choose from, the drag-and-drop editor, there's no coding needed. You don't need to be a programmer or designer to create something beautiful. You could do it yourself with Wix.com. Wix.com empowers business owners to create their own professional websites each and every day. So when you're running your own business, you're bound to be busy. Too busy to worry about the budgets, the scheduling appointments, or too busy to build a website for your business. And because you're too busy, it has to be easy. And that's where Wix.com comes in. With Wix.com, it's easy and free. Go to Wix.com to create your own website today. The results will be stunning. Center position up. Let's talk about what you're putting down here on the Saturday slate. Yeah, there's a couple guys I'm looking at, but I got to be honest with you, I don't really love the guys up towards the top end. I think Drummond is okay against Philly, although they played Philly a couple weeks ago and he underperformed, you know, pretty big time and and had a really bad game. And I had him that day, so I still have a little bit of a bad taste in my mouth from that. Uh, Dwight Howard against the Charlotte Hornets. The Hornets have been giving up some big games to big guys lately. Anthony Davis lit him up. Uh, Carl Anthony Towns lit him up. You know, the stud that has become Jan Mahimi had uh, 10 and 14 against them as well. Um, even Nerlens Noel, I think, had like 20 and, and 7 or something like that when they played him the other day. So Charlotte has been giving it up to center. So I think Howard, who's been a pretty consistent, you know, 8K, 40 point, 40 fantasy point a game-ish kind of guy lately, is somebody I wouldn't mind in, in cash. But I really think it's going to come down to what it's come down to a lot over the course of the last week. You got a guy like Alex Len. Uh, around 7K, going up against the Golden State Warriors. When he stays out of foul trouble, he puts up huge fantasy numbers, so I think he's going to be really popular. And then Nikola Jokic, who played against them last night, going up against Washington, pretty fast-paced game there. 
I think those are going to be the guys that draw the high ownership here. And I really can't argue with it. If their prices are going to be a thousand to fifteen hundred dollars less than these other guys that we're mentioning, and they're going to do what they've been doing, putting up 40, 50 fantasy points. I mean, how do you go away from those guys? You just take the savings and use the money elsewhere. Yeah, I definitely agree with you there as well. That's something that it's going to be um, tough for you to go away from in, in a different direction. Uh, I love you know what Alex Lynn has been doing. Earl Watson has been getting it done uh, as a person who's been featuring him uh, at the center position. So I love that. Uh, Greg Monroe against Omar Sheik defense is the official cheat code. We've well established that for quite some uh, some time. And you know I'm not going to be messing around with Jason Smith. I know he's the you know assumed starter if Vucci is out of the lineup. Um, and you know, maybe Vucci returns tomorrow. Maybe he doesn't. Uh, if he does, then I would, I'd, I'd be interested, but I have a little bit of concern about how much he'll play. So, you know, um, and then like, if you just want to go back to like a staple of a, of a cash game option, Hassan Whiteside, strong side, I can always make a case for him as well. I would probably prefer not to pay all the way up. Uh, to be mm-hmm. honest with you, I mean, I'm definitely fine with Drummond against Philly defense, but uh, Nikola Jokic, you know, has been an, an absolute crusher, double doubling in three of the past four games, averaging over th- uh, three assists in the last six, I think, seven games, three mm-hmm. blocks, two steals, and hit hit a tray, just basically doing yeah. everything overall. He, I watched, I actually watched that Suns and Denver game last night because all the other games were blacked out on my league pass, and I was I was on my iPad. Mm-hmm. He's a much better passer than I ever thought he was. Yeah. Like I didn't even realize that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, like very underrated. Like he can get you five assists a game uh, to to go along with his double double, which yeah. I think has been a big reason why he's been putting up such big fantasy numbers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm with you a, a thousand percent. Uh, Nikolic is not joking around. He's a real fantasy player uh, and a, and a solid option uh, for uh, the Denver Nuggets. And um, that's good. I'm I'm good there. That's that's gonna do it for me. You, you got anything you want to bring us home with? Or, or? no, I, I think Jokic and Len and and that price range is as low as I'm gonna go. And I think that they're so well priced that those are gonna be the guys that you want to build around because you can afford to pay up for studs at other positions if you go with one of them as opposed to you know a Drummond or a Whiteside, you know, or even a, even a Dwight Howard. Who again, it's not that I don't like those guys, but. I think you can get the same kind of upside for fifteen thousand, fifteen hundred to two thousand dollars cheaper. Yeah, I agree with you one thousand percent. So that is going to wrap it up for this week uh, of another week of uh, fancy podcast for the Rotowire DFS podcast. Thanks for listening. Thanks for subscribing. Don't forget to check out Benny on Twitter at Benny R Eleven. You can check me out on Twitter at Josh Hayes FS. Any problems with this podcast? You don't like some of the plays, and the plays were wrong. It's at <laughs> Benny R Eleven. Don't forget that. All right. Uh, Thanks for uh, checking us out. We'll see you next week. Quite brutal and quite ruthless. How far would you go for love? You steal truck, bring it to me. Then you make your money. Is it dangerous? 
Of course it's dangerous. Nicholas Holt, Felicity Jones, with Ben Kingsley and Anthony Hopkins. All this trouble, all this pain, for love. Collide, in theaters Friday. Rated PG-13, may be inappropriate for children under 13.